You are now listening to XNZ featuring Ashera Jones. Available on all streaming platforms. Brand new track, let's go. Assalamualaikum, assalamualaikum, welcome, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I personally cannot say what time of the day you're listening to this one, but I do want to say I'm your host, your favorite host, Salam, JTM Salam, and today, man, let's clap it up, let's give it up for ourselves, today's an amazing day, I'm super excited for this conversation because this conversation is not only going to help me, but it's also going to help you. It's going to help you. Hold on. Let me back up. Let me back up. I'm tripping. I'm tripping, right? I'm tripping. I'm too excited. I really want you guys to have this information. But before we get into that, let me back it up, okay? The sound that you and I just listened to was X and E featuring Ashera Jones by your boy, I don't even know how to feel. I'm having an outer body experience, to be honest with you, right now. I'm so excited and super happy to tell you. If you're listening to this right now, I want you to, you know what? I want you to have the album for free. That's right. You heard me correctly. I want you to have all eight songs from Treasure X Volume 1 for free. All you have to do Okay, all you have to do is head over to my Instagram page at JTM Solemn. That's right, my personal Instagram page. My personal Instagram page, JTM S A L I M. JTM Solemn, okay? And I want you to comment TXV1, okay? Comment T. XV1 on my most recent post or on any of my posts, and I'm gonna make sure you get the album for free. All right, make sure you follow the page though. This will not work if you don't follow the page. That's what I want to do because I personally want to know how the album makes you feel. This is my third studio album. And I haven't, I haven't dropped an album since like, since 2018, guys. Come Up Classical does not count. Most of the songs from Come Up Classical 
are from SoundCloud, okay? So they don't count. I really can't wait for you to hear Treasure X Volume 1. This album took me over a year to get together, and it's here. I'm super happy to present it to you. I'm super happy for you to hear it. Right now, you just heard X and E featuring Ashera Jones. This is That's number two on the album, by the way. All right? Imagine how number one sounds. That's right. All you have to do is comment TXV1 on any of my Instagram posts at JTM Solemn, and I'll make sure you get the album for free. Or you can find the album on all streaming platforms right now, including movementsound.org. Now that I got that off my chest, here's something else I want to share with you. I don't know how you're going to take this, but I hope you take it well. This month's giveaway will no longer be taking place on Tuesday. I know, I know. But here. I got something else for you, okay? This month's giveaway was moved to the 17th of this month. That's right. The 17th of this month. You know, a lot of people haven't gotten a chance to even be a part of the monthly giveaway so they can have a chance to win, right? What we wanted to do was extend the giveaway and allow those people to have a chance to join so they can have a chance to win not next month, but each month that we have a giveaway. So what are you waiting for? Head over to my Instagram page, comment JTM giveaway on any of my posts, and I'll make sure you get your spot on the giveaway so you can win not next month, but every month that we have a giveaway. I'll see you there. Whew, man. I'm really excited for the next winner because... <laughs> You guys already know, right? If you're a part of the mailing list, you already know that this is my favorite part of running an independent music business. Man, you guys are really, really in for a good treat. Really in for a good treat. I got to say, um, so far it's been an amazing week. It's been an amazing day. It's been an amazing month. A new album a new book, a new deal with Big Noise, and a new music video. Yeah, a new music video. I almost forgot to let you guys know. Wow, shame on me, right? Look, the music video to the lead single from Treasure X Volume 1, No Love Kentucky, is now available on YouTube, including movementsound.org man that video is amazing to be honest with you um when i was told to turn in the music video you know it was it was so fast i was like man i didn't have enough time to actually get together a video because the album was about to drop literally in the next four days and i was like man what are we gonna do right but nevertheless we, we got to pull something through. I want you to check it out. Okay? It's No Love Kentucky, the official lyric video. Guys, this is my first lyric video. 
and I'm honestly blown away. I want you to check it out. Let me know how you feel. Leave some feedback on YouTube. If you like it, you hate it, let me know. Leave it in the comment section. I'll see you there. Head over to YouTube right now. My channel is JTM Salem. Or you can head over to movementsound.org and actually find the link that you are looking for. Um, yeah. I, I, that's about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hold you guys up too much. So let's get into this conversation. Look, this conversation, um, I'm blessed to even be talking to such an individual who who has the capability to help artists with their vocals and the capability of helping artists book gigs. That's right, paid shows, my brothers and my sisters. Imagine, no booking agency yet, but you're booking your own paid shows. This is the person that you want to speak to. This is the conversation that you want to take notes to. I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts. I was listening to the episode that she was on. Taylor Swift's former manager, right? The guy who actually launched her career. And I was taken by a storm. I was so impressed by the information that she was presenting that I had to make sure I reached out to her myself and I brought that information to my people here at Solemn Radio. I love you guys. Shout out to Rick. Shout out to the internet. Because today we're going to learn how to book paid shows. Let's go. Tara, can you hear me? I can, yeah. Loud and clear? Yes. This is Solemn, right? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Well, how are you doing? Good. It's a good morning. <laughs> the birds are chirping. I said birds are very happy this time of the year, I think. Oh, man. Well, that's good. It's definitely uh, spreading the spirit because I'm happy to talk to you right now. Well, before we get into the conversation or any questions, tell the people how they yes. can get in contact with you. Yes. So it's Tara Brisky. And the best way is um, either through my website, tarabrisky.com, which I'll actually spell it because my last name doesn't sound like it's spelled. <laughs> it's um, B-R-U-E-S-K-E. -E. It looks like Brisky. Um, so tarabrisky.com or most of my handles on like Instagram, TikTok, um, Facebook are at Tara Brisky Music. So that's also a way to connect with me. First name Tara, right? Tara, yep. Awesome. I love your name, by the way. Tara Bruski. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> wow. I never thought anybody could beat Hassan Magan, but here it is today, you know? That's amazing. <laughs> and I love the fact that you went straight into your website. How important is having a website for your business? I think it's super important. I mean, I've been hearing this from most biz coaches, not even just music biz coaches, but just because it's that real estate, if you want to call it, that we own, Ooh. you know, on the web. So it's, you know, because once you have that, once you have your domain name, once you've got the website um, and people can find you, like anybody can find you if they're searching for you or doing other search 
engine type of things, you know, about music. Um, it's just, it's the thing that you own. Cause as we all know, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, you know, all of those, they, they are their own platforms. And so they can change whatever they want to change. And sometimes it's not always, you know, as helpful to us as artists. So I think a website is super important. Wow. You know, it sounds like you say the same things I say, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's amazing because I feel like we as people, you know, it just has to come from somebody else, you know? Yes. And yes, I understand. Huh. I love it. <laughs> I was touring your website, you know? Beautiful website, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Heck yeah. Um, I noticed this... Uh, this amazing service you provide. So I want to ask you this question, or I, I mean to say it leads me to this question. How mm -hmm. lucrative is doing a virtual show? Well, I think it can depend on actually a couple of factors. Um, I, I do think for people that have never done it or if people think like, well, you know, it's past, like people aren't going to watch anymore because there are in-person shows happening now. I don't think that's true. I'll just say that. I, I think that virtual shows are actually here to stay, at least for some time, because people really do like video and they like accessibility. And of course, you can sing to people online and they can be anywhere. They could be driving in their car. They could be, you know, at a lake by the cabin. They could um, be, you know, at a coffee shop with headphones on. You know what I'm saying? It's all over. So I think it's a wonderful place, but I think that you have to nurture an audience, um, whether it's from, you know, just creating that engagement with them through social media in the first place that you're, you know, when, even when you're not going live, that you're trying to nurture and, and connect with them. And then also, I think just being prepared um, to make sure that what you're giving them is, is good <laughs> and, and thought through. And that again, you're trying to connect with them on the show um, because you can, there's a couple of ways you can also make money. You can take tips, uh, virtual tips, which is, I've, that's what I've kind of done the most of, but I also have done a little bit of where you can do tickets for like a private event, whether it's a private event on a social media platform or um, Zoom, that's another one that could be. And then the third thing that you can do is if you have any merchandise, whether it's music or any other, like T-shirts, hats, you know what I mean? You can sell that. You can show people even um, and kind of point it out to them. Because what I found is that certain people that watch uh, consistently, they, they do want to support you. They do want to do something to help out. But you have to also tell them. So that's a key piece too, because even if people watch your virtual shows, they aren't necessarily going to take action. So you have to just help them to know what kind of action to take. Wow. Does that say a lot? <laughs> I, I, I'm blown <laughs> away. Like I have so many questions, so many, I'm just excited even just listening to you. So <laughs> thank you. This is a question for me, okay? Forget the audience. Let me say this. I just dropped an album, okay? And a book. Congratulations. That's wonderful. Thank you. And I want to do a show. Do you mm -hmm. think I should go virtually or should I go physical? I'd do both. 
<laughs> and I'll I'll tell you why, Solomon, because when I was I when I did an album uh this is a couple years ago, I I did a in person one at that time. This was all pre COVID. But and it was great. But then I had a friend that said, Why don't you do a virtual show as well? And the cool thing is, because of course the in person you're only gonna reach the people nearby, you know, that live near you. Wow. But if you do it virtually, of course you can be reaching people all over. And in fact, you could, you know, depending how much um, complication you want, but you could actually do the in-person show and go live during part of it. That would also be a way to be including people virtually without having to do two different shows. That's true. And I've, I, I know someone that did that last year, a lady in Canada, a friend of mine that did that uh, with an album release. She went, she'd had an in-person show and then she went live from the show. I don't think it was the whole show. I think it was maybe a portion of it, but yeah. it did help people, you know, feel connected from all over. So, wow. <laughs> we have a lot of possibilities nowadays. Yeah, it's definitely the best so. times to be doing music right now. I think so. Hmm. I mean, I, I know some people disagree because of everything with COVID, but I just, because of technology, it, the barrier to enter music and to get it out to people is so much more um, reasonably priced even yeah, <laughs> might be the word for it. So, yeah. How yeah. Um, challenging was your first theater show? Well, I've done a ton of gigs, like just gig gigs all over yeah. literally for years. Cause I've been performing since I was about six years old. Wow. With my family. Yeah. But um, the I did a tribute show um, that was for Olivia Newton-John and Anne Murray. And because it was a tribute show, everything needed to be exactly as the artist originally did it. So that means, you know, from not just the songs, but the arrangements of the songs, the harmonies. And um, so it was it was quite challenging. I sang with two other singers. We traded lead vocals on the songs. But we did harmonies in all the songs we weren't singing lead on, which was everything else. And it was about 32 songs. And so just learning all the harmonies kind of by rote, just by listening, you know, to the, the, the songs themselves. And then um, figuring out, having rehearsals, vocalists, having rehearsals with the band, um, memorizing. It was, it was a big deal. <laughs> like it was probably one of the more challenging things I've done hmm. um, in the last, Boy, I don't know, maybe even 10 years. Um, but it's, it's what's cool is that once you learn a show, and I'm sure anybody knows this with doing theater, you know, it is kind of in your brain. And so for us now, we are having other chances to perform the show uh, coming in the future and also in 2023. So I'm kind of excited about that, actually. Congratulations. Thank you. Do you only perform covers, if you don't mind me asking? No, it's fine. Um, no, I, I do some of my own songwriting as well, but mm -hmm. I mostly do covers because normally the shows that I do like as a solo artist and I also have a duo with my brother, we do and, and I do um, kind of the old like classic jazz. So yeah. if you think of Frank Sinatra, you know, Ella Fitzgerald, Fancy. Nat King Cole. Yeah, we, we love it. And so that is a lot of covers, you know, from the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. So um yeah, so I, I definitely do a lot of covers. I want to do covers. 
I yeah. admire what you do right now because it's super challenging. Do you sure. have any tips on how someone could become better at doing covers? You know, I think it's honestly listening to the original artists themselves mm -hmm. and just getting a flavor for what it is that they did. You know, I think of someone like, I'll just say this, like Billie Holiday. She didn't have a very wide range, but she was really good at phrasing her songs. Like you almost felt like she was talking to you. But so when you kind mm. of listen to that, you know what I mean? You, you get that, that sense and that style of, okay, well, I could do it that way too. And it's, of course, when you're doing a cover, you still want to make it your own yeah. because it's still, you know, you, I, I, a tribute show is a different thing where you're actually trying to do it exactly. But, but when you're just, you know, singing a concert, I think it's important to make something your own and yet be kind of still true to, you know, the song, the style, um, maybe the time period a little bit. I don't know. You know, it's, it, it can be as far as tips. I think it's just, yeah, listening to the artist. Mm -hmm. um, and also I would say keeping it simple. Too. Like, don't try to complicate, um, you know, when you are doing a cover or to make it too, I don't know, bombastic is maybe the wrong word, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Just to keep it all so simple so that the beauty of the song still comes through and, and, and that artist, you know, probably where they know it from. Mm. That's some good keynotes. How important yeah. is food when it comes to singing? <laughs> um, well, I mean, I'm a vocal teacher as well as a booking coach. Um, I do focus a lot on keeping us healthy when we're singing, you know, because you do a lot of concerts and like if you're performing a lot, you want to be healthy. Um, and of course, there's foods to avoid. And usually the biggest one people think of is dairy because dairy can produce a lot of phlegm. Mm. So, you know, whether you're singing, whether you're talking, whether you're rapping, whatever it is, like you don't want phlegm in your throat. So dairy is a huge one. And then um, sugar, though, anything that's like got refined sugar in it can also cause phlegm. And so that's something that especially like before, like the day that you sing, if you can avoid it, it's better. Um, the other things that people don't like to hear about avoiding and and I, I drink these things in moderation. Well, coffee's not in moderation, but I was thinking coffee because coffee can dry you out. It can just kind of deplete you of your natural, uh, the lubrication in your voice, your vocal folds. And alcohol is the same thing, too. They both can do that. So um, the only thing I'd say is, like, I'm a huge coffee drinker, so I do drink my coffee, but I don't try to drink it close to a gig, you know, if I am going to be singing or just drink a ton more water. And, of course, water is always the key for keeping a, a great voice and and that's again whether you're singing or whether you're speaking because water all around just hydrates um the like i said that that natural mucus that is on those vocal folds so it's really important i mean most people know that i i know but i'll keep reiterating it <laughs> well i'm definitely learning something new and i'm actually drinking my water right now and oh yay <laughs> <laughs> Good so, for you. Are you telling me no cereal in the morning? <laughs> well, I'm not saying you can't. I, you know, I think it's just, especially if you're going to sing, like if you were going to sing in an hour, 
I'd probably say avoid something that has a lot of sugar in it. That makes sense. Okay. But, you know, especially, you know, when I think of this, because I've had this and probably you and maybe others have had this too. Like if you have to sing at maybe an event where they have a meal beforehand, um, it, it could even be like a wedding reception or, you know, some big, I don't know, gala or whatever. And so I've just kind of found that, and I hate saying no, but I'll say no to desserts at that event because um, it just, that's where the, the sugar can come in that might happen right after that. So, man. So you can still eat your cereal. <laughs> <laughs> noted, noted. Oh, I want to know how long are the gigs that you're booking? Um, you know, I've had through the years, I've had a lot of different um, time periods. The shortest usually have been from 45 minutes to an hour. And the longest I've done have been four hour gigs. Um, I don't re recommend four hour wow. gigs. And it, it's, it's, yeah, it was crazy. It was when I was actually singing at uh, the airport here where I live. I live in Minneapolis and um, they, they used to have music. Actually, I think they still do, but I did it for about two years. I'd sing in the airport. It was a great experience, but four hours was just too much. And I, you know, one thing I, I really do encourage musicians, um, if places are saying, well, you have to sing four hours or you have to sing three hours of just seeing if you can negotiate that to find a happy medium, because, um, you know, through time, whether it's our hands, you know, or um, like if you're playing an instrument, your voice, uh, whether you're singing or talking, um, even people when they're playing, I know like my brother plays upright bass and even just standing in his shoulders and everything. There's just, it's a lot of wear and tear on the body. People don't realize that, that musicians almost have to be athletes in many ways. And I think their expectation is just, well, you should be able to, you know, play music for this long. And, and that doesn't always work for everybody. So I think it's just kind of knowing yourself too, and whatever your body's capable of. Um, for me now, I just don't, I don't do four hour gigs, but I really don't even do three hour gigs much anymore either if I can avoid it just because uh, my fingers also um, I've had, <laughs> I'm old enough to have arthritis in them. So I have to be really careful with just how I'm taking care of my body. Four hours, three hours. Some people would say you're a super, supernatural musician. <laughs> Golly. That's impressive though. I love but, it. Well, and you know, like I say, a lot of musicians, that's what they'll say. You know, if it's at some uh, club or even, even some wineries and breweries and things like that, you know, they'll still say, well, can you play for three hours? And mm. it is a long time. So, and I know a lot of people that do it. And like I said, I've done it too before, but I think it's just being, you just have to be mindful of your yeah. own body and your voice and see what works best for you. So that, you know, so that my goal is, I want to be able to sing and perform as long as I possibly can. So that's why I think it's important to just really take care of your body yeah. as a musician. No, that's an amazing thing. I'm definitely taking that to heart. Um, <laughs> you know, one thing that stood out to me and that I, lo I love about what you do is you don't only go do the gigs, but you also teach musicians mm -hmm. how to get gigs or how to start doing gigs mm -hmm. does your virtual blueprint come with scripts for negotiating 
I don't in that one because it's really more of a mini course. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, I do have a, a price rubric that's actually available free in my booking hub. Okay. Um, which we can even talk about later if we need to. But where I do have like a full fledged templates, if you want to say, for everything booking wise, I have a booking course. It only opens once a year, so it won't be opening till probably January of 2023. I think that'll be the next time I open it up. But hmm. that's what that covers literally everything from, you know, creating a script to what to say when you're first booking to people, um, you know, negotiating how to get prices, how to keep track of your booking, when to do follow-ups. I mean, that's, there's a whole gamut of what I provide because it's a pretty complete and comprehensive course. Um, but the virtual shows blueprint, that course is, it's more of a mini course, but it's really meant to get people up and running virtually, like to help them just at least to get past some of the technology um, of the audio video and then helping them to be able to just know, well, how can they, you know, um, advertise their events? Um, how can they get people coming? Um, what platforms to use? And um, mostly stuff like that. You know, I don't, like I say, don't quite get into the negotiation of things because that's more in my booking course. Yeah. Okay. So what else can we find in the booking hub? Um, in the booking hub, I've got a couple of things and that is a freebie thing. Um, and I can certainly pass on the link to you later if, if you need for, Please do. um, for people, yeah, for people to do it. Cause I'd love for them to have this stuff. Um, basically I also give them like a PDF of 10 types of events or places to book. And I'm not talking like specific, but, but actual things like I already mentioned wineries, breweries those kind of things where if people are looking like, I don't know, like they get stuck and they think, Oh, there's only clubs to book. Um, There's so many more possibilities of where music happens at events. I mean, it's just, it's amazing to me. In fact, um, I I know people even have like, you know, house concerts and, and events in their home. Like I've heard of people having uh, parties. Um, You know how they do these like uh, Sometimes women will have, well, they'll have like makeup parties, but they might even have like clothing parties or something. And mm-hmm. even those type of events, people will hire music for, or even like a, a graduation, uh, maybe of, you know, this is graduation time of the year for a lot of like high school graduates, college graduates. So sometimes even those events, people will hire music for. So there's really, um, there's a lot of opportunity, and especially if you're a solo musician, to be honest, because it's it's more with within the affordability sometimes of the person booking events like that, especially those private things. Oh, and so I'm um, sorry. So that was the event thing. Um, I also have a pricing rubric which helps people figure out kind of what like how to figure out how to charge a price for their concerts, and then also even a thing on what to say when people start questioning your price. Because a lot of times as musicians, we get that too, that we'll give a price that we think is fair. And then people say, well, I can't afford that. Or that's too expensive, you know? And, and it's because they really don't have an understanding of all that we're giving them, like what goes into our price. So I, I give just some handy, basically you could cop and paste, copy and paste these things from, uh, you know, into an email or just say them back to somebody of what to do when they're starting to question your price. 
I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. I, 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 I'm so excited. I can't even speak, but I'm excited to actually <laughs> get the link for myself. Man, I <laughs> always, I'm always looking for the next information on how to do more shows, you know, and yeah. I love doing shows. I think that's one thing, a part of the process of making music, music yeah. that I really, yes. really love. Wow. And that's awesome because that's the part where you get to connect with people yeah. like, you know, in that moment. It's like, I know we, we as musicians, we love making music, you know, however we make it. And then, but when you get it to somebody else and realize that it can affect them in a great way, you know, it, it might lift them up. It might let them cry. It might, yeah. you know, there's so many reasons. Um, it's, it's really a gift to people that we give as musicians it really is because i'll just say this sometimes i think i forget this and i because i grew up in a musical family too i just kind of think that oh everybody's got music playing in their home and you know they're doing yeah. music and i forget that the average person no they they aren't musicians and they aren't necessarily playing it themselves like they might maybe on their phone or their computer once in a while but it's not as much maybe a part of their life and we get to benefit from our from even our own playing or creating. So we are giving them a gift. You know, I never looked at it that way. Huh. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Now, some of you guys that's listening, you know, you guys might say Solemn's not a rapper, right? He's a mm -hmm. singer. But I want to ask you, does your blueprint mm -hmm. or would your blueprint work for rappers? I totally think it could because, um, and again, I'm not a rapper either. So, you know, I'm, I'm, th this is what I've noticed about it is that it's really not about the genre of music that you're doing. It's really more about, can you get to a place online where you are ending up connecting well with your audience? Because here's the, the, the thing, and I kind of love this about music, but you know, all of us listen to more than one musician, just in general. And probably, I'd say probably most people listen to even more than one genre of music. So there's, what I'm saying is there's always an audience for every genre. And especially for like you specifically, like let's say you're a rapper and you are, you have a certain way that you're saying things. So there are going to be people that connect with you that may not connect even with another rapper or another singer. And so I think being able to just get online and being able to connect with people. And again, it's, it's like I said, not really about the genre, but it is kind of in the sense where you're just meeting the people that will connect with you. The people that like that type of music, they're going to connect with you and they're going to connect with you online. I mean, I've seen people um, connect with music. I, I know of um, some country singers. I know of a classical artist. And all of us have done virtual shows and we all have, you know, different people. So there's always going to be an audience. And I think if it's, if it's a matter of that, let's say you're a rapper and maybe you've just never done the live stuff, you know, live streaming. Yeah. Maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to, to start and even pull people in, like maybe tell them why, tell them why you love that type of genre, that music, you know, because I think also helping people understand what you're doing is how we make those connections and we build that commonness with people. You know, you put my my soul at ease today. Oh, no. 
good. I'm excited to do these shows. Um, I I think I've done a virtual show one time. I didn't understand it, so yeah. I wasn't as, as excited. But speaking to you today, I just got to say, yeah. shout out to, you know, Rick Barker for even having you on that episode. That's how you and I connected. Yes. Shout out to the yes. internet, you know, shout out to you and shout out to everybody that's <laughs> listening because this was an amazing conversation. Mm, I've learned you. a lot. Do you have any uh, last thoughts? Do you have any closing statements? Yeah, you know, I I think just to know that if you're an artist, um, even starting out, or or maybe you're coming back to it. Maybe you did music a long time ago and now you're coming back to it. Um, to just know that things, first of all, things take time. It takes time to build your audience. It takes time to learn your songs, your music. And don't get discouraged by slow growth. My whole life has been a lot of what I'll call just slow growth and kind of one step in front of the other. But the things that I've experienced in this business, because I've done it for such a long time, um, it's it can be very worth it. And so it's just sometimes putting one foot in front of the other, um, you know, each day. And on the days when it feels crappy, <laughs> you know, or challenging, I'd say just just make sure that you realize, first of all, it's just that day. You know, our emotions can go up and down all the time. If we relied on those, it probably wouldn't do very well for especially being a musician. I mean, it can, it can be good to express music, but to just realize that we're going to maybe feel down some days because every, you know, maybe even you do a virtual show and two people show up and you start feeling discouraged and you think, oh my goodness, this is horrible. Oh, no, just days. keep going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, just keep going because you may have another show where 40 people show up. Or you may have a show where nobody tips you and then you get a show and you get a couple hundred dollars. You just don't know. So try, if you can kind of try to just look more at the big picture, I think that can be, hopefully can be a little more helpful than just focusing on, you know, the hard things that can happen. So that's my two cents. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Thank you for those two cents. Thank You're you. Welcome. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> I don't want to keep you too long, but I have one more question I want to I want to get in. How sure. how honest are you with musicians and their music? You mean if they're coming to me for coaching or if they're coming to you for just I guess how their music sounds? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I try to be honest. Um, I am a teacher at heart, <laughs> and what I mean by that is. I'm always going to look for something that is positive in what people do. Um, but I'm also going to try to help them if there's ways that I see, you know, something that can be improved, I will try to provide a step or a way to encourage that. Um, I've been encouraged by a lot of teachers, music teachers in my life from vocal coaches to piano coaches. And I just know that um, we all need encouragement, but I also know that, yeah, there's, there's always room for improvement. There's, you know, I have room for improvement. Uh, let me, let me just share this really quickly, but so I did this tribute show that was at this kind of big well-known theater in our Minneapolis. <laughs> um, and anyway, when I, somebody had took some video and when I was listening back of one or two of the songs, I was noticing pitch issues 
And I think it was a lack of just breath because I was moving around. But the point is, it was kind of a slice of humble pie. <laughs> and, and yet I needed that because now it's just telling me, you know what? Now I know what to work on for the next show. And so, yeah, I do want to be honest with musicians. But I do think that people, as long as there's a willingness to learn, um, that anybody can improve and get better and continue their craft. So, you know, I just think, I think people are very capable, but I think that's the quality I usually look for in musicians. Even people that work with me is just, are they willing? Are they willing to not, not for me to be critical, but for me to critique, you know, in a positive way. <laughs> if there's a will, there's a way. I love it. Well, before I let you go, if you could just one more time, state your name for me and tell the people where they can find you. Yes. So it is Tara Brisky and they can find me at tarabrisky.com. That's my website or my social media handles are at Tara Brisky music. And I'd love to connect with anybody there. So yay. Wow. Tara, thank you so much for spending, you know, your life with me today. Um, I appreciate <laughs> you for the conversation. Um, guys, for the people who's listening, that's all I have for you guys. I pray you, you find something in this conversation that inspires you to get to the next level in your business, your relationship, and in your life. I'll see you guys next time. I'm not a new